Welcome back to Brainzo, belated midweek edition. Uh, normally, me and Ronnie like to drop this quiz on a Sunday, but unfortunately, I had my balloon knot getting reamed by the aubergine of real life, and I just didn't get round to publishing the thing. So, anyway, spoiler alert, it's a California special. Uh, Ronnie and I recorded it in celebration of the US Open. We actually recorded this mid last week, so the comp was still running. Uh, and when I say the comp, you know, I'm talking about the world's most rooted, high-profile, high-stakes event, Changers series, proper, you know, qualification, so much on the line, dismal, crappy waves. But you know what? Nobody does surfing like California men. In terms of the hype and the hoopla and the out-and-out mayhem, it's just a... Uh, I don't know. It's got to be seen to be believed. And yeah, the waves are doggers. And this was a typical summer garbage, but you know what? Uh, it still had major repercussions for qualification. Smithy and I will be doing a Mondo Blitz special on the Chang as we head in the last couple of the events of the year in Portugal and Brazil. I know, I know, no Halley either. Kidding me? Oh God, don't get me started. Anyway, but a big congrats to uh, Eli Hanneman. Uh, madman of the highest order. He does charge waves of truth. So even though he put it together in the grovel, uh, a worthy winner. And Sawyer Lindblad getting it done for the women over our Sal. Our Sal already qualified. Yes, four of the five women heading into the last two events are Aussies. Huge event for the green and gold queens. But on the men's, uh, there was just no doubt that. This is the year of SoCal, mate. The two percenters, Kaloa and Dino's Petri dish of talent from San Clemente getting the job done. They just keep climbing those ratings. Crosby, Colapinto in the final, looking good to join his brother on the CT, Big Griff. Uh, and San Clemente rippers all over the shop with a chance of qualification. To our boys, Reefy, Hazelwood, Georgie Pitar. Great effort, lads. Far out. Good to see you guys in the deep end of the draw. Chippo and Morgans with a couple of round of 16s. Nice work. In contention. Chippo looking solid. Morgie, bit of work to do, but right on the cut. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, enough about that. Let's get into the uh, the brains, though, Rondog was down in Sydney. I was up in Byron. Byron. And, uh, yeah, so the, the audio's kind of shit, but, you know. If you love your quizzes, you'll just cop it right in the kernel. Mind calm engage. Intelligence and technology. Technology. Surfing information. Welcome back to Brainzo. How's your surf horns? hopefully bone hard and ready to charge into this week's questions. Forno's here once again. How you going, Dubrovnik? Pretty good, doggy. Pretty good. Yep. Bit of swell around. Uh, that's all I've got for you. How's your surf horn? Mm, it's been a little flaccid lately. I wouldn't mind uh, ramping it back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, Mate, I think my barrel days might be over. Oh, you've done your leg. 
just just oh, back from horrible. a massive stint after you broke your leg at Kiro and now you've got a tear in your quad in your other leg. I yeah, yeah, and it's like the size of two Tim Tams put together. Ooh. It's like four and a half centimeters by six centimeters by one and a half centimeters deep. So oh. it's uh pretty significant. But um yeah, I only just started it's getting a full leg vag. kind of conf- Oh, it's horrible. Mm. Yeah. Just got my confidence back to go for a barrel and did it on a two-foot wave, just got squashed funny, ripped a big hole in my quad. So, uh, yeah, I'm off it. I think my uh, my days of but, getting barreled are, are over. Well, I guess that fits nicely into uh, today's topic then because uh, there's not a whole lot of barrels <laughs> yeah. going down where uh, we're about to dive into. Uh, the US Open's been running this week. It's going to wrap up uh, tomorrow oh, once this show goes shit. live. <laughs> it's such, hey? a, such a bad comp. Oh yeah. I mean, look, oh, I mean, it's not it's not the it bad comp. It yeah, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's a great showpiece. It's it's pretty like as far as like the actual froth around surfing and that that whole sort of you know Californian uh, just psych goes. It's it's few comps are better for sure. But uh, mate, I've been uh, you know just listening to the commentary and and the banter that's been going on going on over there. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's got me thinking about the Golden State. So this week, that's our topic. We're California dreaming, man. Yeah, bruh. And uh, yeah, we're going to roll through it. Nice so one, focusing dude. in on uh, on California and, and we'll see how we go. Okay. But you're going to play the, the Brad Gerlach to my Mike Parsons. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, and uh, I'll be <laughs> sure to tow you into a few solid Yarns, Vorno, as we nosedive into another 20 questions. Let's do it, Dobby. To test what kind of surf giblets are rattling around in the uh, the people's scones out there. Mm. If this is your first time playing, 20 questions, you decide the stakes, you keep the score. Right on, bro. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, question one. California has always produced incredible surfers, but only one has claimed a men's world championship to a title. Who is it? So that's what you call me. Tom Curran. Not just one, Vorno, but three. Wow. He was the great American hero, wasn't he? He was the, he was the California kid, son of a big wave legend, uh, a shaping legend, and, um, yeah, got it done. Got it done from Rincon. And um, <laughs> far out, Still, you know, if they've only had the one, at least it was Curran because he's fucking iconic. Yeah, 33 CT wins all over the world. And, uh, yeah, just a style so beautiful. Mm. It had uh, make grown men weep. But just everyone tried to mimic it. It was just the, the style that everyone wanted. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. Yeah, Slado famously, uh, you know, crafted his surfing on everything Tom Curran did. And, yeah, I think, uh, you know, like Oki for the goose, there's a bit of Curran in every, every regular footer. Except maybe Pedersen Rosa. <laughs> Question two. Back when the CT counted a surfer's best three waves, which Californian scored the only perfect heat? I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Shane Beshin, 30 points. Hey, hard to get a record off the Billy Goat, Vorno. Mmm, yep, uh, far out. That was uh, one of my first assignments at Tracks Magazine, or maybe not my first, but I think it was 96 Billabong yep. Pro, Kira, firing, firing old Kira before the Superbank when the, the sanded line-up uh, right through the track past uh, the little the little hut there. And um, Beshin got three 
perfect hands in like little sort of shoulder high runners, but he could have got four. He got a 9.8 on his fourth wave and it was just, it was probably as good as all the other tens. In fact, it was probably better than the first 10 he got. So yeah, he could have had four there, dog, but only surfer in history to surf three perfect tens in a single heat. Yeah, and uh, that was a big year for him. That was his uh, his big push to number two in the world, mm. runner up to Kelly. Um, yeah. The rumor was that he was um, he was allegedly chops, wasn't he? well. He, apparently, it was uh, he he dropped some acid beforehand, but I don't know if we've ever gotten to the bottom of that. I think uh, I think there, there's definitely some there's something online somewhere where they go into that a little bit, but I can't remember what the outcome was. But yeah, anyway, regardless. Incredible tube riding. Question three. When shooting the pier, what is a surfer attempting to do? I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Surf under the pier, one side to the other, hopefully avoiding the the pilings on the way through. And uh, shooting the pier is just part of the Californian surf vernacular. Even the Beach Boys sang about it, Vorno, in Nass Surf, Surf and Safari. Oh, let's have a listen. Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. Come on a safari. Huntington and Malibu, they're shooting the pier. And Rincon, they're walking the nose. Yeah, uh, what's the most famous pier shooting? Um, like, I mean, obviously Huntington Beach, you, you see it quite yeah. a bit in the comp. Barton had a pretty sick one way back in the day. Remember seeing highlights of that? Do you remember that one? I do. I think it might have been in um, Pump or Filthy Habits or one of those early Billabong films when they show yeah, a few Yeah, Filthy comps. Habits maybe. Question four. What big wave surf spot will you find just north of Half Moon Bay? I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. Mavericks. Wow. Yeah. What a wave. Holy mm. crap. Question five, which Californian big wave legend was awarded the 2021 Rider of the Year for his dead set fucking gargantuan Mavericks pit? I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. My mate Pete Mel, 50 plus years of just pure dad bod energy, just thrusting himself into the guts of of one of the biggest chip-ins you've ever seen in your life. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable rider. You can actually trawl through the archives of Ain't That Swell. We spoke to Pete the week after that ride and uh, he took us right through it while the memory was still fresh. Somewhere in the archives, just uh, search it up. But, uh, yeah, well, like that's dedication, isn't it? I mean, you spend your whole life like scoping out a wave, surfing it in all its different moods and you've earned the right to get that one. And uh, Pete did it. Well played, Condor. Question six. What's the name of Brad Gerlach's training program that merges martial arts and surfing fundamentals? I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. Wave key. Mm. You had him at the uh, Swellness Summit, Vorno. How did Gerlach's program go down? Oh, it was awesome. It was so cool. I mean, uh, yeah, the whole philosophy behind it, it fits in so well with, you know, a broader scope of what surfing is. Um, it's, it, it's He's not treating it purely as a sport. You know, he's treating it as a, a state of mind and a, a state of consciousness and and uh, bringing that mind, body, soul, you know, that, that perfect triumphant, uh, triumvirate, triumvirate, triumphant, the, the perfect... <laughs> 
three things, you know, the mind, body and soul just perfectly in sync to be, bring mm. out your, your best surfing experience. It fucking really makes sense to me. And um, obviously at the Swellness Camp, people just tapped in heavily, mate. It was awesome. Yeah, go. go the go. go. Yeah, such a such a good style too. I always loved go surfing and, uh, yeah, great style in the water, great style on land, just a classic guy. Love him. Question seven. What big wave surf spot is situated just below the 18th hole at the famed Pebble Beach Golf Course? I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Ghost trees. What? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. Well, so and, someone's uh, uh, someone's up there just, you know, with all the pressure trying to, 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 to putt for a win and meanwhile just out the back there's like, Fucking Mike Parsons flying off the steps and getting covered in seaweed on 30, 40 footers. Madness. Got a bonus question for you. Which Aussie slab-charging lunatic broke his leg in four places surfing ghost trees back in 2005? I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Justin Jughead Allport. (laughs) Of course he did. Yeah, which which actually gives me hope. You know, I've got a, a little mincy tear in my quad and I'm, I'm talking about never getting barreled again. Meanwhile, Jughead's broken his leg in four places and he's out there surfing slabs again. So uh, no excuses really, but a horrible wipeout. He'd actually borrowed a, a tow board off uh, Skin Dog Collins and, uh, yeah, he got, he got wiped out and the board was doing like just spinning underwater and his leg was still strapped in, his foot was strapped in, and it just snapped oh, his leg. just twisted it around in circles. Twisted just... it. Yeah, oh. big spiral fracture, and uh, Skin Dog picked him up on the ski. There was a big set looming, so he raced him out of trouble and, uh, yeah, found this quote from Jughead saying, uh, Skin Dog was going so fast, I was lying on the sled at the back, and I could just feel my leg bouncing around independently like it Ugh. wasn't even attached. Oh, yuck. Yeah, just flopping around like it didn't yeah. even have a bone in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you'll be right, Doggy. You should be able to get back out there. Jughead's still charging slabs. I mean, that, that uh, performance he put in at the Red Bull Cape Fear was years after that leg break. So yeah. there's no excuses, mate. No. Nah. Yeah, stop talking about it. It's yeah. getting old. Question eight. How many championship tour wins did Dane Reynolds have? So that's what you call me. Zero. Duck egg. Nah, none. Uh, somehow. But um, he did have a couple of finals and he had a couple of magic years. But, yeah, runner-up to Mick at Trestles in 2009 mm. and had a second-place finish to Kelly in France as a wild card in 2012. Yeah, nah, pro surfing has lost a couple of uh, pretty huge Californians over the years, man. Like, um, you know, Bobby, Dane. Uh, Curran mm. quit the tour in his prime. It's it's there's something there is something kind of I guess for all the the glitter and the glamour that pro surfing sort of that world that it inhabits in California. There's this there's this real deep uh, sort of lineage of crew just turning their backs on it, and mm. um, it's pretty mad. That goes all the way back to Mickey Dora. You know yeah. he was uh, he was a big time. I wouldn't say pro because it's probably the wrong word, but, you know, he was a big surf icon 
Uh, he was mm. definitely like one of the most popular surfers around, and he as soon as like surfing started to go corporate, he just went fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. seems to be part of the DNA over there for for a lot of them. Question nine: Name California's two women's world champions. Oh. All right, I'm going to have a crack at this dog. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Kim Merrig. Yeah, from Santa Barbara. From Santa Barbara. 1983. Yep. And come on, work brain. Um, it's I call. I call. Tony Sawyer. Uh, no. Fuck. Uh, it's an 80s world champ. And it is... It was the year before, Kim. Oh, okay. Uh, it's... Um... Debbie Beecham. Oh, I wouldn't have got it. Nah. Yeah. Debbie Beecham and Kim Merrick, um, a lot of success, but only the one world title in 83. Mm. Yeah, Debbie Beecham, 82, La Jolla's finest. And, uh, yeah... Debbie Beecher, man. There's there's a few world champs who just slip under the radar, man, and she's one of them. Yeah, I, I got to um, interview Debbie during the WSL finals last year. Oh, cool. Really cool. She was a total yeah. legend. Question 10. What was the name of Taylor Steele's production company that gave a surfeit hits like Momentum, Focus and Campaign, to name a few? So that's what you call me. Poor specimen. Mm. Question 11. Only two Californians have won the Pipe Masters. Who are they? I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. I'm going to have a red hot dig at this one, dog. Joey Buran. Carlsbad, 1984. And... Easy one. Rob Machado. Yep, Carter. Yeah, baby. The year 2000. Well done, Vorno. Joey Brown, Rob Machado. The Machado one was, geez, that was cool. I mean, he basically played the stepping stone for some of Kelly's greatest moments and biggest world title wins at Pipe. You Mm. know, he was the the head that Kelly was stepping on to get to the top of the dais. And um, that year was just no backdoor. The year that Rob won, it was like fucking monstro heaving, just proper second reef roll throughs at Pipeline. Mick Lowe was in the final. He got a huge 10 uh, in that event, but there was no stopping the style, Master, mate. Good to see. Oh, fully. Good to see yeah, the funny take you, you couldn't have had like two, two physically two different, uh, more different humans in that final. No. You, got, you got the keg. A bloke whose nickname is the Keg. Yeah, going up against the, the wiry frame of Machado. He's got yeah. he's arseless. He's got no bum. He's just a, a bag of bones. Yeah, a piece of uncooked spaghetti against a, a, a massive dim sim. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We actually said to Lowy Ron, like, what was it like inside that thing? Like, t- describe that ten because you go back and watch it online. Mm. 2000 Pipeline Masters, Mick Lowe, 10. Ch- check it out. And he just falls into this thing. It it's blows its load like three times before he gets just fucking hurled into the channel. And we're like, what did it look like, man? What did it look like? He goes, I don't know. I had my eyes closed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty, pretty cool. Lowey yeah. was another one of those uh, underground dart smokers too. He just loved the old coffin oh, nails. Oh, get on the chool. <laughs> 
Yeah, you love yeah. just, you know, nah. smacking them right down to the bone. On your right down to the bone. Um, On your mate. <laughs> question 12. Who won the eighth running of the Eddie in 2010? So that's what you call me. Only Californian to uh, to claim that 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 honour. Big Gerg. wave hellman, San Clemente's Greg Long. Gergie, Gerg Long. Yeah. Question thirteen: Which late eighties, early nineties championship tour surfer from Newport Beach rode surfboards by Wave Tools and wore signature web gloves in the surf? I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. 92 Bells champ, Richie Collins. Oh, what a what an icon, dude. Like when we were Groms, no one ever knew how to talk how to uh, how to take him. He was he was so brash. He was on mm. his own program. He rode his own boards, but like spray painted by uh well what? It was him and his dad, Lance Collins, was it? And yeah. um yeah, it's just the wave tools, like the logo, biggest logo of any surf company ever. It was just enormous, but he pulled it off and he had those famous quotes, you know, sometimes I get scared because I think I'm going to whack the lips so hard I'll hurt myself or... You should be on the beach watching me surf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, he was uh, so but cool. Yeah, he did whack the lips so hard that he hurt himself. Uh, actually, 92 at Bells, he... Uh, whether he had a, a bulging disc or he had back spasms, he made the final put up a, a couple of numbers against Potts and then his back just spasmed completely. He got basically carried out of the water and Potts had half a half a final to chase down Richie's numbers and couldn't do it. Nah. And he, he won the 92 Rip Curl Pro down there at Bells. Yeah, it was in, in the back of an Ambo when they handed him the trophy. Question 14. What awkward ASP moment made international news headlines at the 2011 search event at Ocean Beach, San Francisco. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Yeah, this is a rando one, but um, it, it's a, it's got to do with maths, which always gels well with surfing, dog. Yeah, well, they uh, they prematurely crowned Slater world champ. Mm. Turned out he had one more heat to win. Oh, how embarrassment. Bonus point, who did Kelly beat in the, the heat that he had to win to officially become world champion? I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Dan Ross. Wow. The Aussie battler, Rossi, he almost put Kelly away, but uh, the goat so often mm. uh, comes back and... And claims the win, and he did yeah. it. Question 15. How many current championship tour surfers can you name, we'll give you a point for each, that ride Mayhems by San Clemente Shaper, Matt Biolis? I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Oh, man, you are really digging the knife in today, dog. These are some tricky questions, man. Um, yeah. And, and, right. and bear in mind that, you know, the field has been cut in this second half of the year, so active championship tour surfers. Okay. Let's – uh, can I'll, I – I'll give you a clue. There's six. Oh, six. Okay, thank you. All right, I'm going to go for it. Carissa Moore. 
Yes. Chris Moore. That's all I've got. Who else you got? There's three on the women's side, three on the men's side. Carissa Moore, number one in the world. Caroline Marks, currently sitting number three in the world. And Gabriella Bryan, currently sitting ninth in Mm. the world. On the women's side, on the men's, world number three, Griffin Colapinto. (gasps) World number five, Yago Dora. And world number 15, Ian Gentile. Uh, There's also one more. Uh, he's not surfing heats on the CT, but he's at every event in the water with the competitors. My mate Strider Wasilewski, who was ah. Biolis's first team rider. Question 16, just following on from uh, the Strider conversation. Mm. Spell Wasilewski. Oh. <laughs> I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. Oh, you're on a heater. What's going on with this brain so quiz? Hey, like, it's Ronnie just taking the piss now. What? That's a good one, mate. Yeah. Uh, W-A. No. Are yeah. you going to have a shot at it? Okay, yeah, I'll have a go. W-A-S-I-L-E-W-S-K-I. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Well done, Forno. Nailed it. Question 17. Name this surfer. Hey, uh, well, first of all, I like to say, and I ask people gonna find me because I want to be a part of this fucking dumb wannabe tennis tour. Come on now, bullshit. That's why I ain't going to these stupid contests no more. It's the last one because FTW, my sponsor's here, and I always tell like it is. This is my last one, and I don't like tennis. I don't like the tilt tour. Too many surfers. Oh, I want to sign a dog play out there. Gives a fuck. Bobby Martinez, Vorno, what it's, a classic yeah. blow-up. I mean, Amazing. far out. So sometimes I just I just really wish WSL and Bobby made peace and they just reached out and said, you know what, man, like, fair enough, you don't want to be on it, but the tour, but why don't you come in as a wild card at Chopes where he had a couple of wins or, or you know, some other event where he, he's got a fantastic shot and just get him in the mix. Because the story would be amazing, but I think they're both too stubborn. Oh, for sure. I think the WSL wouldn't want to do it because they, you know, they, they wouldn't want to reward the, that kind of rebellious behaviour. And Bobby wouldn't do it because he's already gone out and said that he didn't want to be a part of the tour. Yeah. But um, imagine the two just like breaking bread and getting Bobby back in there. It'd be a great wild card story. Yeah, it would be. Uh, I think that Bobby was. There's no way. There's just no way. Like, you know, his whole uh, – people love him for that stance that he took. And, um, you know, in retrospect, it's it's funny. Like, he he just did that thing. He just did that Californian thing where they just fucking look at it at the big picture and they go, I don't like this anymore. And they just turn their backs on it. Yeah. And they turn their backs on it for life. <laughs> they yeah. never come back. Yeah, it's funny though. But, like, um, I just – I hate that – there's a grudge there uh, that, that robs the audience of something spectacular and a great yeah. story. No, Putting Bobby in would make, for the core audience, would make an event potentially one of the most watched. Well, we've talked about this championship for ages, to a heat in the history of time, but Noah Dean yeah. as well. You know, like just yeah. The story we, we, going we in of about- just like this is the guy that once said fuck the WSL. Oh, that, yeah. that is just such compelling viewing. I'm tuning in for that. All right, question eighteen. Which aerial surfing pioneer brought a number of skateboard tricks to surfing, including the judo air? I'm the dude. 
So that's what you call San Clemente's Christian Fletcher. Oh, yep. my goodness. Surfing just would not be where it is today without the Fletchers, man. They're so nah. crucial. They're, the, they're one of the biggest building blocks in, you know, anything that's imaginative and raw and punk rock about surfing comes through that those guys. And not just that, like fucking functional shit too, dog. You know, the aerial. Mm. The aerial was so shut down when it first started to appear, like to the point where there was members of the top 44 signing petitions so that they didn't get running surf mags and stuff like that. So, you know, full credit to the Fletchers. They just saw the future and went at it as hard as they could. Question 19. Who recently won their fifth championship tour event at the J-Bay Open? I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. Santa Barbara's Lakey Peterson. Hmm. Well, the dream, the dream for Lakey is to get into that uh, WSL finals day, the Rip Curl WSL finals, and and represent California at a, a wave that she has spent her entire life surfing in in heats. Like, what a moment that would be for her! So cool. Similar for yeah. Griff, but um, you know, for Lakey, there's just that little bit more grind. Uh, she's in the sort of twilight years of her career. You just feel like far out. Anything could happen if she if she gets that opportunity. I'd like to see it. What a, I mean, what a punch in the throat to come through in this era where you've got two immortals, the, the, the greatest of all time, Carissa Moore and Stephanie Gilmore. You've you got to get past those two to, to get yourself in title contention, to get yourself a, even just a win. And Lakey Peterson's done it five times, um, you know, and, and at different stages she's overcome a, a, at least one of those individuals to get herself into title contention. Mm. Um, you know, I have such respect for those surfers who've, who've put themselves in that position on the Women's Championship Tour because you're so up against it. That there's just no denying how good Carissa Moore, uh, Stephanie Gilmore and Tyler Wright are. Mm. Um, they're yeah, just, it's, it's, they're it's immortals. Sh- they're, they're giants. And it's a yeah. shit era. Shit era oh. to be, uh, to be uh, coming up against those three. Yeah. How many? 15 years? 15 years of world titles between three women? Something yep. like that? Yeah, that's, that's right. That's just unfair. All right. <clears throat> Question 20. Yeah. Who is Miklos Sandor Dora III, better known as? So that's what you call me. Easy one. Mickey Dora. Yeah. Have a Google of him. You'll, you'll find some some classic interviews. And, and there's not too many sort of uh, kind of profile pieces on him, but there, there is one interview that will come up straight away when you type in Mickey Dora. And, um, yeah, he's, he's all time. Got a uh, bonus question. Oh, hit me. To tap onto that 20th. Um, Mickey is a, a nickname really, but can you tell me Mickey Dora's other nickname? So that's what you call me. I can tell you. Go on. Da Cat. Da Cat. That's right. He had a few nicknames that we'll yeah. uh, accept as well. The Black Knight, the Gypsy Darling, Malibu Mickey, Kung Boo, the Fiasco Kid. Um, but, yeah, Da Cat is what he was kind of famous for. Um, but keeping with the nicknames for now, I've got a little bonus rapid-fire segment for you. Hit me. I'm going to say a nickname. And you have to say the surfer it belongs to. And uh, oh. we'll give our people just a tiny bit of time to try and get in before you. 
Okay. Patty Cake. I'm the dude. Pat O'Connell. Captain America. I'm the dude. Taylor Knox. Mob. I'm the dude. Rob Machado. Brother. I'm the dude. Kolohe Indina. Condor. I'm the dude. Peter Mill. Flea. I'm the dude. Daryl Verosco. The Bull. I'm the dude. Greg Knoll. Snips. I'm the dude. Mike Parsons. Beaver. I'm the dude. Beaver. Steve Menzies? No, I no, I know too. who it is. It's Dane Reynolds. I yeah, forgot Dane about that. Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Archie. I'm the dude. Matt Archbold. Rat Boy. I'm the dude. Jason Collins. Rap Around. I'm the dude. Chris Brown. Crikey, yep. Rap Around Brown. Wardo. I'm the dude. Chris Ward. Skeletor. I'm the dude. Richie Collins. Yep. Oh, Vorno, California. I just wanted to uh, finish this one off with a, uh, a, a quick little story that um, – my old mate, Rabbit Bartholomew, uh, shared with me once. He was, he was really good friends with Mickey Dora, especially um, in, in Mickey's later years. They, they hung out a lot. They used to holiday together a little bit, played heaps of tennis together. Um, but Bugs told me this great story about Mickey Dora because Mickey Dora had a, uh, a dog um, that he just went everywhere with. He used to mm. take it on planes, travel overseas, Air France apparently um, – would always let people travel with their dogs when they were heading over to Europe from the States. Yeah, good. And uh, Mickey Dora used to put his dog on a lead, whack a big set of sunglasses on and walk up to the check-in counter and try and check in. And um, he's got his dog with him there one day and the lady at the check-in counter said, oh, sorry, you, you can only travel with a seeing eye dog. He just said, well, what have they given me? <laughs> <laughs> And sure enough, got himself on the flight, took his dog over to uh, uh, to Europe, and uh, yeah, just a, a classic char- character, but a mad uh, hustler as well. Big time, love that story. Yeah. That's that's a ripper. Yeah. Well, uh, folks, hope you enjoyed today's quiz. We'll be seeing you next week. In the meantime, please give your dog a pat for me, and we're going to leave you with this classic Californian track. Enjoy. All the leaves are brown. Long